This is Neon and Beyond. Happy Sunday to everyone. Thank you for staying on our journey as we continue to get you up close and personal with amazing things that continue here in Southern Nevada, Clark County, and the greatest state ever that is Nevada. I'm your host, Steph McKenzie, and I want to remind everyone that we are in April, and this April, we celebrate Autism Awareness Month. So, it just lends itself to the beautiful Evan. I'm going to get it, Evan, for you. Fakhradin. <laughs> He's an occupational therapist at Turo University from their Center for Autism and Development Disabilities. Good morning, Evan. How are you? I'm doing great, Steph. How about yourself? I am wonderful. I appreciate you taking the time and someone from Turo coming and joining us. Of course, this Center for Autism and Development Disabilities, which I'm excited to get into. But first, I love to find out a little bit about you, and I'm sure everyone listening. How long have you been an occupational therapist, and how long have you been with Turo? Yeah, so I've been an occupational therapist for a little over four years now, and I've always worked in pediatrics. And I've been with the center here since August of last year, and I love being here. I didn't even know that they had a Center for Autism and Development Disabilities. So I'm really excited to not only hear about that, but to find out more about all that that is going on over there. I mean, I just, I'm always blown away at what Turo is doing. They have so many great programs and they're doing so many great things for our community. But this, this is just up above and beyond anything I even thought of. And as we are in April, and it is Autism Awareness Month, Evan, let's start with something that to some might people might know, we hear autism a lot lately, and it's becoming more common. But let's start with what autism is. Can you share with us? Yes, so absolutely. So first and foremost, autism is, is a spectrum. of uh, It's a diagnosis that is traditionally given from a neuropsychologist or a psychiatrist. Um, but primarily, it's, it's a disorder with social interaction, uh, social communication. We tend to see in some of our uh, diagnosed cases, restricted, repetitive behaviors. But I want to highlight that it is a spectrum. So we have some kiddos that are on the lower end of things that need a lot of help with day-to-day life activities, but on the higher end of, of, of areas too, just needing help with social interactions with friends and, and uh, getting, getting some skills built on, worked on for school and, and even job preparedness as we get into early adulthood. So it is a wide spectrum, and as the saying goes, if you've met one person with autism, then you've met one person with autism. So it, it presents as, as unique as we are as individuals, and uh, it's very so our, our treatment approach is very individualized for that reason. Absolutely. You know, I've had the pleasure of being able to speak to a lot of centers and a lot of places here in Nevada that are working with the kiddos with autism and working as they grow and develop. And it, it is, like you said, it is all over, right? Like you cannot just say, oh, Johnny and Susie are the same, but Bobby and Sarah, they're totally different because every kid is so individual. Hey, we all are, but each, when you talk of autism, it's just individual to the child. And so I really have a lot of respect for, especially you and everybody else that is working in this arena because man, just kudos to you guys and what you're doing with these kiddos. Well, thank you. Um, it's, it's, uh, what's also unique uh, about autism as well is we tend to see a lot of issues with sensory uh, processing different sensations. So 
light sensitivity, sound sensitivity. But there's a lot of people in, in, in our population that also struggle with these, these sensitivities to different textures, different other sensations that aren't on the spectrum as well. So it really uh, begs the, the point that we are always tailoring our treatment as individualized as possible for, for, our, for our kiddos that we work with here. So before we get into some other questions as far as autism is concerned, let's talk about the center because I didn't even know that this existed and all the great things going on. Is this for the public, for everyone listening this morning? Yes, yes. So Center for Autism and Developmental Disabilities, CAD, we here at, we're at Turo University and we take most insurances. We work with kiddos from two years old all the way up to 12 years old. Um, from primarily we see a lot of, uh, kiddos on the spectrum, but we do see other diagnoses as well. And we've been functioning since 2008 to serve an unmet need here in the Southern, Southern Nevada community. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. And where are you guys located? What university? Turo University, Nevada. Uh, here in Henderson. In Henderson, the Henderson location. Okay, excellent. And you guys, if you want to find out more information, because I just think this is such a huge need. And again, like I said, April is Autism Awareness Month. You can find out more at turocad.org. That's T O U R O C A D D dot org. And the phone number is 702 777 4808. And this morning we are speaking with Evan Fakhradin. He's an occupational therapist at Turo University Center for Autism and Development Disabilities. Evan, how would one that's listening this morning know if their child is on the spectrum? That's a great question, Steph. So, what we see a lot of times in our younger kiddos are we're always looking at play development, social development, language skills. So early on, we tend to see a delay in some of those milestones. Now, when kiddos develop, we call that zones of proximal development. So not everyone develops those skills at the same time, right? However, if you have a kiddo who is kind of delayed in how they play, they may be preferring to play alone or have repetitive behaviors with their play. And they tend to not be as interested or curious about their outside world. And, and this is a generalization, but these are some of the early signs that we see. Uh, eventually, we tend to see delays in communication skills. Maybe we're nonverbal for a little while. But formally, we would need to be diagnosed from a neuropsychologist, or psychiatrists in the community to actually get the formal diagnosis of autism. However, I stress to families that are listening, the sooner you can get that process going, the better. Uh, sometimes it takes a little while to get an appointment or get diagnosed officially. Um, so always, always important to have that conversation with your primary care physician. Ask them those questions. They usually do their well-child checkups. And, and look for certain signs, and that's where that conversation can begin. All right, so that would that's a great tip for everyone, the first step taking it. Um, and what about raising awareness? Because is that number, and, and I'm obviously I'm not 100% on this, but it was one in 53 kiddos in America are diagnosed with autism? Yes, that's one of the numbers that we've seen, and I know they're constantly doing updates on on. Uh, you know, aggregating the data, you know, at the CDC and whatnot. Right. But yes, it is, it is, it is prevalent, and we're 
definitely aware of that. Um, getting the so that's what's great about this month is that we're able to have interviews like this with, with you, Steph, and, and the community, um, outreach events, having that conversation with family members, with parents of children on the spectrum, with autistic people themselves. Uh, it's important to have conversations, understand their unique needs, their unique challenges, and also celebrate their successes too. Yes. That's a good one. We always forget that, I think, sometimes. And and let's talk a little bit about, again, what the center is doing. Um, what is the big picture of what you guys are doing to make a difference at the Center for Autism and Development Disabilities? What have you seen in the time you've been there? Yes, that's a great question. We've, we are aiming to be like a one-stop shop for our, for our families in the community. Uh, we are a multidisciplinary team. We offer occupational ther- therapy services. We offer applied behavior analysis, also known as ABA. And we aim to be that one-stop shop so our parents who have children uh, with, with special needs, they can come to our clinic and they can work on some of those challenges that they face, whether it's with behavior, whether it's with developing play skills or social skills. So we're, we're expanding and looking to just... Uh, develop our services uh, greater than what we're already doing. We, we have a fast-growing team, and we, uh, yeah, we, we love what we do. So that's... Uh, well, that's important. you got to start there, right, Evan? Absolutely, absolutely. We're working on... We've done outreach recently uh, in the community at different events, and we've talked with lots of families in the community trying to see what their needs are specifically. And it's, it's, always, it's always really heartwarming when you see uh, a family that's been in town, they've had trouble getting services, and then they realize that what Toro can do for them and uh, that we can help point them in the right direction or have them come to our clinic, of course. And it's just always, uh, it's always heartwarming to see that need is met when you have that face-to-face conversation with, with the family. All right. Now, before we get to you guys partnering with the High Roller and a cool event that you've done at the link, just recap real quick for those listening, because this sometimes is just when you're first diagnosed or you think your kid is, it could be scary right at the beginning. What are the top three things as parents or caregivers that we should do? Great question. So I would first, if, if you had to break into three things, I would A, start the conversation early with your pediatrician. Um, have conversations with others in the community. Look for other resources, uh, community groups. There's, there's groups on social media that are uh, parent support groups. The more, the more families you can talk to that have, that have been through, through services and have, have kids that are on the spectrum or, or with other diagnoses, that's, that moral and community support is, is huge. And it can be a lot for, for a, a parent having a kiddo with these new diagnoses or these new, these seeing some of these signs, sometimes it's hard to know where to start. So right. I say start the conversation early uh, with your pediatrician just to get that ball rolling, but look for community involvement. There's, there's lots of other, lots of groups online and yeah, just, just honestly, like what we try to stress the most is just the earlier you can start getting services, the earlier you can start looking for support for your kiddo, the better. Um, I we, think we that's great advice. Better outcomes. Yeah, and and you would say start with your pediatrician, and then the resources and where to go from there, and their outreach on social media would be the the top ones. Correct. Absolutely, absolutely. A- 
That is awesome. Okay, before we let you go, this is a really cool thing you guys are doing with the High Roller at the Link. Tell us about this. I know it's a private event, but the collaboration with them is cool and what you're doing for the kids and their families. Yes, yeah, so we, we are uh, partnering up we're partnering up with Caesars, and uh, we're celebrating our families and, and our kiddos' progress they've made in this past year. You know, it's been challenging for a lot of family in the community uh, with, with COVID and everything. And we've, we've, uh, we always have to highlight a lot of the success we've made. Our, our families, they work so hard to get their kids here and work on so, so many of the skills that we're, we're uh, working with our children. And at this event, we're doing a, just like a fun get-together, and we're lighting up the, the, high, the high roller Ferris wheel. The kids all get together. They count down from three, and as soon as they count down at 8 o'clock, we light up that beautiful Ferris wheel all blue. So it's a really fun, fun time and just a really fun way to give back and celebrate those victories because it's important to have those memories in the community, outside the clinic sometimes, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's really cool. All right, you guys, don't forget this month we celebrate Autism Awareness Month, lighting everything up in blue and just knowing is half the battle and helping where you can. If you want more information, you can find it at T-O-U-R-O-C-A-D-D.org. That's TuroCAD.org. You can give them a call at 702 772- Seven 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 four eight zero eight. Evan, it's been a pleasure this morning. Evan Fakradine, occupational therapist at Toro University, the Center for Autism and Development Disabilities. Thank you for taking the time and thank you for sharing some light on this and, and all the great things that you and your team are doing. Thank you, Steph. Have a great day. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.